And here we are. It's a podcast for professionals, believers, and genuine people looking for genuine conversation. My name is Kia Harris-Tagren, and I'm your host. I'll be sharing information about nonprofits, faith, business, entrepreneurship, life, and much more. I'm so excited for you to be joining me. And here we are. If this is your first time coming across this podcast, welcome. And if you are coming back, welcome back to And Here We Are podcast. I am Kia, your host, and I just want to share my appreciation for your support so far. The subscriptions, the shares, the likes, everything is going to make this podcast go overseas and reach nations. So thank you. Today we're focusing on purpose and we're talking about how you determine what your calling is. What is your calling And how do you get to know it? So that is our focus for today. What is your purpose? I'm sure you've asked yourself this question quite often, especially when you get, this is my personal experience, getting in your mid-20s, early 20s in some cases, you're asking yourself, what is my purpose? I know I have a desire to do this. I know I have skills in this. But what is my true purpose? So at the top of this podcast, I want to share my belief on the true way to find your purpose, which is through God, the Most High. He is the creator. He is the ultimate source. And he knows what he has placed inside of you. Jeremiah 29.11 says so. And so before we jump into five areas in which you can determine your purpose I wanted to share that so the indications of walking your purpose we're going to share five today and I hope you have something to write with jot down the five areas I'm going to be speaking about and of course I'm going to elaborate on those so the first is connected to something you are passionate about So an indication that you're walking in your purpose is you're connected to something you're passionate about. So when you encounter something in the field or have to build towards something related to it, it excites you. So I've shared my background in health and medicine and how I thought I was on my way to medical school. I thought I was going to be a physician assistant and I was excited about it. Every time I did an internship related to health or medicine, I was excited about it. But I'm still excited about it. I'm still excited about it, still going to be pursuing that. But I started to notice that the things that I am called to, and of course, based on what has been revealed to me by the Most High, is that I'm excited about it. I am ecstatic when I hear the word nonprofit or I hear business or kingdom, it excites me. So this is one of the indicators of you walking your purpose that you get excited when someone sends you an email and they're asking for your help in relation to a certain topic. 
I know I can reach out to this person because she is skilled in serving meals at high-end events. I know I can reach out to this person because they are someone who is great with tech. So let me reach out to them. And when you receive that kind of inquiry, it excites you. Whenever someone leans on you for a specific thing, you are excited about it. This has been my experience where I encounter something and it just excites me that people are asking me about it or I have the ability to talk about the thing that I'm passionate about or the people that I'm serving. So there is that one indicator. That first indicator is connected to something you are passionate about. Two, in regards to indications you are walking to your purpose is it comes to you naturally it comes to you naturally so you are for example a teacher and in the process of you determining and having the revelation that you are indeed a teacher you realize that it just comes to you naturally you naturally are able to Make adjustments to your language in order to fit your audience, whether it is children or youth or it's adults or it is low income individuals. You are able to tailor your messaging for those individuals. You're able to explain it in a way that they can understand and easily grasp and apply. So this is an example of This being something that comes to you naturally. And there's a continuous circuit of fluidity. What I mean by this is that it it continues to flow out of you. The teaching, if you are a tech expert, it naturally flows out of you. Someone asks you a question and naturally you just, oh, it's this, this, and that. Let me explain it to you when you go ahead and elaborate. It comes out of you naturally and... When you're speaking, you're teaching, whether you're in graphic design or leadership, it is something that people notice about you, that she is naturally or he is naturally gifted in this area. They are gifted in cooking. They are gifted in tech. They are gifted in podcasting. And so I know I can lean on them and ask some questions in regard to it. So the indication you're walking to your purpose, number two, is it comes to you naturally. Number three is favor. You will find that you will have favor when you are walking in your purpose. You'll notice that doors open and will continue to open for you that you can't explain. So from my experience, starting my nonprofit, Dare Humanity, there has been favor along the way. Now, it doesn't mean that there hasn't been challenges It doesn't mean that we've run into certain things that we're thinking of how are we going to manage this, but we have had favor. We have had people go out of their ways to connect us with someone, go out of their way to raise money for a certain part of the work that we do. We've had a couple approach us and say, actually, we heard from the most high that we are to work with you and let's start with a 
contribution on a monthly basis. So we've experienced favor along the way. And perhaps when you are walking your purpose, you'll notice that you will receive favor. Why did I get this job? I know I was probably not as qualified as the others. I don't have the education. My experience says otherwise, but you've still got that job because you were able to let that natural fluidity come out of you based on the gifting and the calling on your life and people are able to see it. People are able to see it. They'll be able to see your value and they'll be able to tap into that value by being connected to you because this is your true calling and your purpose. So what you wouldn't be qualified for, you are qualified for. You become the top choice when you wouldn't be the top choice. You're top of mind for opportunities, for companies, contract funders. They want to have you. They call on you. They send you an email. There's someone who wants to connect you to someone. Your name is in rooms that you've never walked in kind of favor. You get supernatural bank account deposits favor. You get that job that they said you wouldn't get type of favor. That is what you are going to receive when you are truly walking in your purpose that you will have those kinds of opportunities. Number four is confirmations. Number four is confirmations. And before we get into that, let's take a brief break. All right, so we're talking now about number four, which is confirmations, that you will have confirmations about your purpose. Not only are you going to receive confirmations from the Most High, you may receive a revelation from an individual. You will begin to walk in your purpose doing different functions and activities and find that it comes naturally, as I mentioned, and that, hey, the favor is there, and wow, this door is opening. So you will have confirmations. So these confirmations will be before the determination of your purpose, before that revelation is received, and also during, during the process of walking in your purpose, you're going to have those confirmations. And then after the understanding of finding your purpose, you're still going to continue to have those confirmations that come. And you will experience seasons in your life when you find that the confirmations just come back to back. You may encounter a stranger and they say, you would be a great executive. And then years later, you find that you're an executive role. This is my experience. I was, the first time I was called to jury duty, I was selected and we had the group of jury and they asked who wants to be the leader of the group and I volunteered and one of the women that was in the group she had said you're going to be a great executive and I can't recall what year that was but I le- believe I had already started my nonprofit at that point and I was already walking in it but it wasn't in a sense of The things we're doing now and how it expanded, we were just getting started. And so that was a confirmation that I received for that. So you'll notice that you'll get confirmations along the way. And these confirmations are all 
also a way for you to stay motivated. But at the same note, on the same note, I want you to consider the validity of your confirmations. What I mean by this is that sometimes you will have confirmation after confirmation and then there is something that comes to try to throw you off from your purpose. So you're receiving these confirmations about your purpose and then someone decides to walk into your life or you see something online which is a distraction and a person says, well, actually, I don't think you're gifted to do this. I think you need to go about it this way. And if you're not having discernment and you're not anchored in what your purpose is that has been revealed to you, then you're going to be easily swayed and thrown off track. So do use a discernment when it comes to the confirmations as well, because as you develop and grow, you're going to encounter a variety of people and not all of them are out for your best interest. They're not always going to have something that is divinely given to them to share with you. Sometimes people are distractions and there are things that are wanting to get you off track. So stay alert, stay focused when it comes to those confirmations. So finally, I want to talk about the final indication that you are walking your purpose, which is the pushback. There is going to be degree, be a degree of pushback that you are going to receive having walked into your purpose, having determined what your purpose is, there is going to be pushback. You may be a young professional and you'll get some pushback from individuals who think you aren't capable because of how you look, the color of your skin, how you walk, how you carry yourself. There may be people who try to discredit you based on their perception of you. Which leads to another point is that you need to make sure that your own perception of you is high so that when someone else has a false perception of you, you're not distracted, you're not getting caught up in what this under this other person thinks, you are focused, you're staying on your assignment of what your calling is, and you're not being swayed by people's opinions. Something I've been asking for is freedom from the opinions and acceptance of others. This is what I'm believing for, for myself. And I encourage you to believe it as well. Because like I said, when you're developing and when you're going from tax bracket to tax bracket, and when the calling gets great to the point where you are a public figure, you're going to need to make sure that you are not swayed. You're going to need to make sure that you are not off track, that you are walking in your purpose with the authority that you've been given and you are not stepping away from that purpose when you step away from that purpose you will find yourself in a place of darkness you'll find yourself in a place of unknowns in a place of frustrations in a place of so many things because you decided to walk away from what the most high called you to do you can't get favor in areas you're not called in You can get favor from the world, but the true divine favor will come when you're walking in your purpose. So I encourage you to connect 
Connect with the Most High and ask him for that. So the pushbacks, the pushbacks will come. The challenges will come. There's going to be resistance. There's going to be resistance. When I started my nonprofit, I was, and we were starting our work in, with a new community. And we had a lot of resistance. If you have been following us for years, you'll know that if we had maintained all the communities we were supposed to be working with, we would be serving four communities. But at this point, we're only serving one. Because we were not able to come to an understanding with the community leaders. There was resistance. And one thing you'll find is that when you're serving others, there is going to be resistance. Serving comes with a whole package of things. And I believe that's a topic for another episode. But serving comes with the challenges. So what are you going to do with those challenges? What are you going to do with the resistance? When you're starting the business and you're putting yourselves out and you're seeing day one, day 20, day 35, no sales, what are you going to do about that? Are you going to continue to market? Are you going to continue to share what you're doing? The answer should be yes. The answer should be you absolutely should be doing that. Don't make the numbers your priority. Don't make revenue goals your priority. For me, I prefer to do things the non-traditional way. X person may say, you need to go about it this way. Another may say this, okay, I encountered something on Facebook or Instagram and they're saying to go about it this way. I want you to be so unique in your sector that people lean on you for advice because they know you're going to give concrete advice, but also you're going to provide a unique approach to what their problem or concern is. That is how you should be standing out in your sector, whether it's a nonprofit sector, the corporate sector, private sector, any sector that you are called to, that is how you should be highlighted. You should be illuminated in your sector because of the divine purpose that is on your life. So also with the pushback, realize that there's going to be the opportunity for continuous development. When you encounter the challenges, when you encounter the resistance, that is going to build up something in you so that you're prepared for the next season. This season may be a slow period, a slow waiting patience period, but the next season means you're going to be taking off. You need to be managing your time because you're going to be on flight X going here. You're going to be called for this speaker event. You're going to be called to handle a contract in this area. So it's going to mean that you need to prepare in this waiting time. And the downtime, the silent seasons, you need to be preparing. You need to be considering how can I continue to develop in this area? Although the calling is on your life, it still takes you your ability and desire to pursue what that calling is in order to edify it and in order to continue to develop it. So you should continuously be reading books. You should be seeking out conferences. You should be looking to get mentors. You should be looking to get 
connected with courses and connected to associations so you can learn from them. So you can learn from them. So tap into that. But know that with the resistance and the challenges, you are going to overcome them. Every single one of them you're going to overcome. That the resistance may come with the business. You don't see the sales. You're feeling like people are trying to to discredit you during the interview. You feel like people are just looking at you for who you are and the color of your skin and making assumptions about you. You are going to overcome all those things. And I challenge you. I challenge you to teach someone what you have experienced so that they do not have to experience. There is something you are to share with the individuals that come under you to work with you on your team or for you to mentor or even partners that you will have for business. That there is something for you to bring to them, to bring to light even, that they will value because it's coming from you don't think the rejections don't think the lack of sales or revenue don't think that that is an equivalent to your purpose don't say that that is going to measure your purpose and your calling and your value don't ever take those rejections and make it something that you take on as a coat to the fact that you're wearing this rejection and you can't even Except when things are divinely orchestrated because you have been walking around and accepting those rejections. You need to reject those rejections. When you get a rejection email about a job or you get an email or a call you were not selected for X, Y, and Z, I want you to build up your resilience so that when those types of things happen, You think to yourself, that's okay, that wasn't for me, and that's fine because I didn't want to waste my time with that anyways. I want what's best for me, and if I want to get the best, that is going to mean that I'm going to have to wait, and it is going to mean that I am going to have to prepare. So get in this mindset. Get in this mindset, and don't let anyone or anything try to tell you how valuable you are. So my experience in finding my purpose, pursuing medical school, and then finding out I wasn't going to be going to medical school, but still pursuing health at some point, was hard for me, and I shared that. But I would say that was perhaps an adopted career based on others' belief. So I went on an inter- or participated in an internship, And during this internship, I was still on track to be a PA. This is what I desired, a physician assistant. And during that internship, the doctors that we would present to on a weekly basis basically said, I don't know why you're pursuing physician assistant. You just need to go all the way. You need to be a doctor. And so they made that decision about what they thought my purpose was, and I had grasped onto that. Now, I already shared how I chose not to pursue and am choosing not to pursue medical school because I knew that I would not be comfortable with what is required of that role. Not going to go into more details about that, but I had adopted their 
perception of what my calling was. Have you done the same thing? Has someone shared with you and said, I feel you need to go about this this way. I feel you're called to do this. When you already had the revelation that you're called to do something else, have you been distracted by someone's assumption of your purpose? Have you been walking lately in something that is not related to your purpose because of the pedestal of what you can gain? Oh, I can gain an additional salary. I can pay off my debt. Okay, but is that related to your purpose? If it's not, I encourage you to walk away from it and walk away from it quickly. Because when you step into what you're truly called to do, that is when the favor comes. That is when the opportunities and doors just open for you. You don't have to force the doors open. They're automatically going to open for you. So I began to ask God what my purpose is, and he came through, as always. He started to reveal to me what my purpose is. And let me tell you, some of you individuals who are listening, your purpose may not just be one thing. I want you to grasp this idea that some people are called for one direction, one purpose, one field. But there are some individuals who are called for multiple things. You find yourself having multiple interests. I'm interested in nonprofits, but I'm also interested in business. I'm interested in tech, but I'm also interested in pet care. The calling doesn't have to just be one thing. There are many desires in your heart, and it doesn't mean that you only have to pursue one thing. That's not what it means, but all Also realize the timing of things. You may get a revelation about your purpose and it's for the future. Or you may get an idea about for your business, for your nonprofit, for your podcast, for your tech company. And the idea is meant for the future and not now. So you have to have the ability to assess, is this idea for now or later? Because you also, apart from the distractions, you don't want to be inconsistent with things that are related to your purpose but aren't for your now purpose. So I often have ideas that are revealed to me and I write them down and some of them I in the past, I have pursued them immediately. Okay, I'm going to launch this program. Okay, I'm going to do this. Realizing that it wasn't the right time and then launching it later and realizing, okay, I'm seeing the favor here because it's in the right timing and it's the divine alignment that's going on here. So really do realize that timing is everything, that ideas are not just always about applying now. It could be that you will be applying it in the future. Same with the revelations that you get from individuals who are divinely assigned or otherwise, you have to make sure that those are correct. And you have to make sure that you are writing them down and asking God, is this what you're asking me to do? Is this a now thing or is this a future thing? And it's okay if it's a future thing because then that means I have the ability to wait. I have the ability to be patient and be prepared for things. 
If your calling is great, you need to be prepared. And you don't want to skip the process because you'll find yourself in a way or in places or atmospheres that you try to expedite and weren't meant to be expedited. You're meant to actually go through a season of development before you encountered that stage, before you encountered that contract, before you encountered that $1 million partnership. So continue to ask for the revelation about your calling. It will continue to be revealed, especially when it's being pursued, that the Most High will reveal that to you. So I also want to share some background on how I knew I was meant to be an entrepreneur. I My entrepreneurship, I say, would began when I started to teach English and Spanish. That is That was the catalyst of my entrepreneurship. I would teach an individual from a company. He was brought here from Spain and he needed to learn English. So I would do that on a regular basis. In addition to teaching individuals how to speak Spanish. And so that was the catalyst of my calling. But in between that and after that, I was taking on roles and just feeling uneasy within the role part-time roles and then feeling that there's something more I should be doing or constantly thinking about what I've been called to do during my work time. Maybe you've experienced this where you're constantly thinking about it and you're jotting down ideas even when you're doing other things. So I'm not saying that everyone is entrepreneur, but I am saying that everyone should have multiple rivers of income that is what i'm saying everyone should have multiple rivers of income that is a whole different topic and i actually adopted that from my mentor mr felix anderson so realize the discernment that you have the feelings that you have within these roles that you acquire if the feeling is that you are uncomfortable that every day when you wake up to go to work, you're just, why am I doing this? If you are constantly not finding things for the things that you're called for, finding time to do that, there is an indication there that you need to make adjustments. But before you make that those, those adjustments, of course, I want you to seek the most high so th- he can share what exactly and what the adjustments are so you're not jumping ahead of something that you should be going through the process of. So finally, I want to share that you need to accept your call. You need to accept the call that is on your life in order for that favor to come, for those doors to open, but ultimately in order for you to truly get what the Most High has for you. In order to truly get that, you have to be connected to him, have an understanding of your purpose, go through the process, seek understanding, seek knowledge, get access to what he has for you. So listen and prepare. That is my assignment at the end of this episode is for you to listen and prepare. Slow seasons don't mean that he is still not connected to you. That's not what it means. Slow seasons mean 
You have time to prepare. You have time to do things that perhaps you won't be able to do or may not have as much time to do when that next level comes. And the next level will come. The revenue will increase. You will have sales that are skyrocketing. You will have a client list. You have, you will have a wait list eventually because there are going to be people that have seen your services, seen your value, and now they have to get on a wait list in order to get access to you. That is my belief for you. And that is what I accept for me. So invest in your development and create filters for the things you're exposed to. I want you to have that discernment. I want you to be able to filter the things that are coming through mainstream, that are coming through social media, that may be coming through individuals you're connected to. Filter everything and every type of information you receive so that you can ensure that you are walking in your true and divine purpose. So I trust that this episode has blessed you. Make sure to share it with the individual. Connect with me on Instagram and do subscribe. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And I'm looking forward to you joining me for episode three.